Welcome back to the second part of our seventh episode with Antimo Russo, a Argentine tango master. Welcome back, guys. This is part two of our podcast Made in Asia with Antimo Russo, a dance sifu master maestro here in Hong Kong. Uh, Antimo, how do people get in touch with you? Uh, you have a website. I think it's antimo-russo.com. Yes, okay. And, uh, well, I'm telling you something very peculiar about my website. Okay. Yes, because um, what the website are usually made for? Because you want to attract people, right? Tango is like, a, we have like a mission because uh, from the mass media, is really, really distorted the vision of tango. Because so, of the movies? Because of how it's done in uh, most popular mu movies. You know, they put it into some show, but not really danced by the tango people all the mm. time, saying that it's tango. There is a very, very uh, high distortion of what tango is. And what misconception. Do you yeah. Misconception. Mm. So I built the whole website around the, the idea of filtering. <laughs> Okay. So it's, it's a bit strange because nobody says, oh, I want to have like a, a million of people visiting my web. No, uh, when someone inquires me about Tango, I say, please go into my website, read through it, make sure that what I do is what you are expecting and you are very welcome to my class okay. because, uh, because quite a few times I had uh, people coming and say, oh yeah, yeah, yes, I want to learn to kick in the air. Like, can you teach me to jump? Mm. No better. I already learned ballroom. I want to learn this jump. Wait a minute. No. Uh, no. <laughs> it doesn't work <laughs> <Okay>. like that. <laughs> so, so you give a group in classes and individual? Uh, yes, we have, a, like, uh, we have like a group workshop because uh, my classes are, uh, are two hours in length. Hmm. And uh, you can think about a workshop. I will not probably in advance announce the topic, but in two hours we have a quite a lot of job to do accordingly to... <laughs> it's hard work, guys. It's he hard work. So, he knows something <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah. So there will be quite a lot of theory to understand why, because I don't see the difficulty in the people to render the step. Rather, render the tango feeling. And the direction. And the direction, because as you say, tango is like a driving a car. So we have a, yeah, I'm we crashing have a, a lot. I'm very good at crashing. No. <laughs> no, you have to. So the point milonga, what we talked about earlier, is you go in a. So the dance floor is a rectangular, and you move around the perimeter. Yeah, like a, like an oval into a rectangle. Yeah, yes. and um, well, you need to know that first of all. But uh, it's easier. It sounds easier than it actually is done. At least to me, I'm still sort of meandering a bit but anyways my struggles but you also so this is a group uh, instructions you normally would do once a week i think yes yes we when, are when we're back two in hours action. once yeah. a week yes. not during covid obviously so we're looking forward to being back on the on the pista um and then you do individual classes uh, yes. more targeted is that for advanced people is that for beginners no, it's or? also is also for is actually of course if you have a two or one student in the class you can focus on the need of the person, the couple, in a more uh, direct way. So um, my advice is to have combination of everything from tango. So you will need uh, at the beginning like a group class, then when you start to become more intermediate or at least got the idea of what you're supposed to do, you can take private class if you want to speed up. But why you go to take class 
is because you want to go in a milonga. Okay, it's so like why you take a driving license, you take a drive license because you want to drive the car in the road, right? right. So that's always the example I give to everybody. So tango class is not like gym, it's not uh, like, a, like a sort of activity where you say, I sweat, you know, I'm happy, I fulfill, I sweat. No, that's not the purpose. The purpose is the challenge is going to milonga, meet a person, have the tight embrace because the, the embrace is the most beautiful thing that uh, you have in tango and coordinate your breathing, your feelings. It's like something very unique. And you dance with a person maybe that you don't even speak the same language. Mm. Because, uh, for, for example, I go to dance in Korea or Vietnam and there are people um, not speak speaking in English. In English. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or Russian not speaking in English. And we can 100% uh, dance together. So no same pattern, no same language, no same culture, same tango. <laughs> so non-verbal communication. Non-verbal is a right? form as well as a form of, uh, of communication tango, yes. Right. So um, the complexity of that is obviously that the uh, improvisation, you need to communicate non-verbally to your follow if you're the lead, right? Um, yes. So they need to know, sort of get the message or the signal to know what, exactly. what's coming next, yes. right? Because you're yes. sort of giving the it's, direction. It's, it's a uh, sort of energetic hint. You can give it from your chest, like we have a good 50% of leading from the chest because we are a very uh, tight embrace. Then you can use your arms. Uh, hands, everything. Hands yeah. and yeah, yeah, we have like, a, like in my style, we have like five points of communication or in between the people. Mm. So, so you can come to class if you want to know more yeah. about it. Check it out, guys. <laughs> uh, Antimo-Russo.com is the website. So Thank you. Uh, uh, I think there's also some videos there, right? On, on yes, YouTube they can and see, see you some, what you do. More, yes. the, uh, more the stage tango, I think that is. Or is that uh, what you're doing there? You have a couple okay, of videos. My, right? When you see me performing, my style of tango, I'm not exactly a stage dancer, but because I am the the direct student of uh, Milena and Miguel, uh, especially in the last few years, I study with uh, with uh, Milena and other teachers as well. But the original idea of Milena, as we told the history before, was to bring on the stage Salon Tango. Mm. So you can call it Fantasia, is called it in Argentina, which is a kind of stage tango that is very closely related to the tango salon. Okay. Okay, it's not extremely acrobatic, but it's uh, mm, showing the, sort of showing the feeling and like the sensation you have in a tango, in the social tango, in a tango salon, onto a stage. Mm. So I kind of uh, follow this tradition from Milena, this sort of idea, so not to uh, try to implement the tango too much with the moves from other dance to make it sensation, sensational, mm. rather transmit the feeling of it. Okay, and that's a choreography, or you? Yeah, this would be this would be like a, what you see in the in the videos. This would be choreography, choreographies extrapolate from improvisation. Mm. So you improvise Could till you, you find... Uh, the right way. Yes, the right way. How long does that take you to get that? It takes a month or a week or a, a day or, I mean... Uh, 
it depends one the complexity of the music the space we have the partner <laughs> i have <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so it's like really there are uh, different uh, components right. there but if i want to put together a song and the partner is like we are talking about very fast mm. i it can take to me like a uh, two three days okay together a song yeah okay like, so what does the life of an uh, tango artist maestro look like uh do you dance from nine to five like you go to an office job or i mean what do you, okay, quite, do, you do any exercise or I mean, how does it, what does it look like Where? okay basically um, our life uh, like technical life in terms of giving classes is start from around our lunchtime okay, okay lunchtime and uh, in hong kong is like 10 p.m other part of the world is later <laughs> oh this is early okay yeah we finish early in hong kong it's oh, really? a little bit in other part of the world will be like from two o'clock four o'clock and midnight okay. in hong kong a bit earlier classes okay. wise it starts slightly early because the people sometimes have a class during lunchtime at the office so we have a, the, the sort of lunchtime after lunchtime class section then stops a little bit and then we start like for the people that come early from work and the people that come Late. after work <laughs> okay okay and and so that's your main i mean and how do you develop your own skills how do you stay uh how do you stay uh fresh and uh you know or how do you I, develop I, yourself? I, I have to practice myself as well i yeah. try always to have like a aspiration projects i like was very very extremely cre i'm a creative person hmm. so i need to have a project that is creative fundamentally okay. i don't like a stale sort of thing i'm i'm not very famous to be the kind of teacher uh, go to perform in a milonga or okay you want to perform a little bit in my festival no hmm. i need to have something creative so i like a uh, some sort of special interaction, a movie, a choreography situation, and mm. something inspire me to to create like a project. A project, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. you had in Hong Kong, you had two projects that I know of. Uh, when you first came here, you had a big project, I think. Ah, okay. The, and, okay. Uh, the first project I did it was not. I came to Hong Kong not for tango related. The okay. first project, I was. It was a collaboration with TVB because I was working for a company that was like a let's say subcontractor okay. in the case of TVB. I was not working for them uh, directly. So I was uh, one dancer into a drama for TVB. I was also kind of a choreography consultant, okay. we can say, okay, I was there. They had their own choreographer, which was quite a good teacher, um, but I come before from a company that is specifically making dancing movies couples dancing movies whatever you are thinking you see a couple dancing inside and 90 percent of the case made by them uh, <sighs> so they just want to have sort of consult to make this drama the drama is the whole city is dancing i don't remember the cantonese title <laughs> okay i wasn't here at that <laughs> yeah, exactly. time maybe, so it was in 2000 the, the, the drama was on in 2007 so shoot in 2006 and out in 2007 okay. and i was uh, working there as, a, as a, one of the dancers as a consultant then after that um the subcontracting company continued to have the studio and because it was an international, very big international franchising. And then for a series of events, I decided basically to open my own studio, my family business, and I opened it 
in Hong Kong, very tiny studio. But then at that point, because I opened, the studio was open in 2009, because in 2000, middle 2007, I opened the company legally. But this, my own studio, after uh, like a process of, co- two process of cooperating with other people, my uh, own studio opened in 2009, and it was there for eight years, same location, same studio. So you know that eight years in Hong Kong is like 80 years in the UK, <laughs> something yeah. like that. So it was there and then for family reason, I decided to take out the studio because uh, also I want to be more out there. I want to be out there like a form of mission, like form of, Scattering around tango to be okay. right? around Hong Kong or Hong around Kong, Asia Hong Kong. Or, or? Uh, Hong Kong. Okay, the first uh, I can say after the project, uh, the first probably five years, I was uh, I had a studio here. I was just passing by Hong Kong. <laughs> okay, this was where in Hong Kong Island or it was in in between Central and Shenguan. Okay, yeah, it was in yeah. between Central and Shenguan, so it was quite a prime like right. a locate little lane but prime location. And it was hidden, it was nice, you had to look for me, and then you find me, and you have this designed studio uh, that our friend from SS, we are guests today, yeah, actually, today, uh, yes, the location. Out, uh, Savio. He's yeah, the, Savio and Susanna. Yeah. Susanna from, uh, from uh, SS are the uh, hosts today, although they're, they went home for the weekend, I guess, but um, very gracious for their uh, hospitality to have us in a fantastic studio. This is a great place to work, but uh, here in Wong Chukang. So thank you, Savio Susana. So just basically by chance, we find out on the market this location where the shape was exactly as uh, the, the, the shape of a dance floor, because as I told you, I do always project, right? And obviously when you do projects, shows, and do location which are not exactly like a milonga or an open dance floor, the space is always limited. Mm. By chance, Savio noticed that this location have the exact size of the dance floor they put down for events. Huh. And he say, you're always struggling to find the prop- it's a matter of proportion. The proportion of the room is mm. either too big, too small, too square, too something. He say, you know what? This place is cheap, it's hidden, it's in the middle, and they have the exact proportion that you need. So yeah. we were... He just brought me there by chance with the agent. I said, then he told me, you have a check? I said, yeah. Is it signed? I said, yeah. So he gave the check to the agent. I said, we take it. When we went to see it, I didn't, done. that's it, done. And then we put up, he put on me a very beautiful design for the studio. It was really classy, really nice. And basically that's where the story of my club, mm. because we have a little club, like even if it's a virtual, but... We have this club of uh, people and then we did a lot of collaboration. So we had uh, classes in, in, in HKU. So we did uh, with the Langkwafong Association, with quite a few very interesting hmm. uh, projects uh, dedicated to tango. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then your most recent project, uh, I heard you are involved yes. in something exciting. Yeah. The, the last project, we shoot basically an interactive movie. It's called... And, uh, Here in Hong Kong. Yeah, in Hong Kong, mm. uh, is a, the, 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 the production is a, the LCSD department from the government and is produced by Felixi, Felixism Production, which is a company that produces movie and other projects in Hong Kong. And you have basically uh, this 
a very interesting interactive movie. Why? Because uh, as I told you, the tango world is something of a separate tradition compared to the ballroom dance. So when I go to teach, because sometimes I use the LCSD venue, you know, and they say, ah, oh, that's the guy that dance the other kind of tango. <laughs> that's in Cantonese would be the word, the other okay. kind of tango. <laughs> so basically the people realize that basically there are uh, 2000 something, almost 3000 people dancing the other kind of tango. <laughs> and uh, Felix from the Felix in production uh, gather with other consultants, other dancers, and like this, they decide to basically simulate that the viewer is one of the people going to Milonga or mm. the tango master. Uh. So you can basically, and uh, we'll be, it's not really a racket, but what I understand, we'll be able to enter this website, click on one of the character, and you see the person from, shoot from their normal life mm. to all the way going to, to the Grand Milonga. It's called Grand Milonga. Why we use the word Grand means because the special night we have uh, like a show. So it's okay. called Grand Milonga. Normal Milonga have no show. Grand Milonga have the master performing. Oh, so you have uh, like, I think f five, four or five cars, I don't remember very mm. well. And you click and you will basically finish away to the same event. Okay. But through the eye of different. of different people, they have different life, different hobby, live in different places, just gathering at night into the same place. Mm. So every milonga has a master sort of behind mm. it, somewhere involved. Um, not really. Okay. The milonga has the organizer. So we should first explain what a milonga is specifically, right? So this is a meetup, let's call it. Meetup, yes. A dance meetup with uh, people. Some know each other, some don't know each other around a dance floor you have tables on the outside and chairs and yes. then um the lead picks up the follow there's Correct. a little invite, uh, there's a little procedure yeah yeah right? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We, because in tango we have something that is called código hmm. it's basically a very uh organized code of behavior if i say yeah, if you it, don't know it, it then sounds uh, difficult but <laughs> in the end of the story is just very uh it's a very normal way of behave. The only difference with other uh, kind of dancers is A, we don't overtake on the dance floor, so the line is very tidy. So we're moving in a square, right? In a Everybody square, moves around and the... if one of them goes slower, the whole line around goes slower, so you have to be able to dance in almost no space. And then another particularity that the Codigo have is the cavaseo. Now, what is the cavaseo? Cavaseo is the way the men invite the lady to dance. Mm. So we don't go there with a the little hand like this, like another kind of dancer, because this would be very bad into a tango event. So, but we do a little head nod to invite the lady and the lady, the follower, the lady will respond with a mirada. A mirada means a nice look. So, okay, like, yeah, like the lady will smile at you, we look at you. So we the, basically, normally the guy do like a head nod, like, like this. And the lady will smile at you, which means, okay, I'm going to dance with you, the coming tanda, because mm. we dance the set that we do not separate for the whole set, right? You can invite eventually a lady at the second song if you don't want to dance, but you cannot dance the first song and drop the lady. Okay. If this up, it can be the lady will say, thank you, 
means so everyone will come there and say, what happened? Oh. What happened? <laughs> what happened? I used to, what happened? You know, they thought think something, maybe sometimes just do Doesn't really work. match yeah. the partner, something is wrong in, uh, you know, yeah. Step on the foot a few times too, mate. Yeah. So they'll be like, what happened? <laughs> so there are quite a lot of situations, like it's very funny because the Kawasaki and the Mirage is actually created to avoid public rejection. Mm. Okay, in the in the Argentinian society, to have a public rejection would loss of face, sort of loss of face. Yeah, yeah, there will be a lot of uh, in the, the late nineteen, begin twenty. There were a lot of cases of stuff happening because of the rejection, just the because fights and everything. Yeah, okay. all those stuff is always uh, what you see very dramatic in the world. Uh, it's always happened because it starts maybe the rejection of a dancer and the approval or the other. If there was no cover, see, this could have created trouble yeah. if the agreeing of dancing was a little bit more quiet and hidden mm. then no one lose face it's quiet you uh, know we you keep it yeah discreet. We, we keep discreet. it very discreet yeah we keep it quite quite uh discreet so basically we invite with the cavaseo yeah yeah and as a newcomer uh, don't expect too much i can tell you that so. <laughs> no you have to it's like a it's like a society they have uh, ancient rule is a little bit like uh, you know when I watch those movies old movies that show you the future mm. okay imagine something like this so you are in a paradox of future so it's the fu- we are the future of them but we still have something take from, from that sort of heritage. world yeah. yeah some heritage so the the, the código in a, in a good milonga there was always a mm. good Codigo applied and it's a pleasant for everybody. Yeah. Yes. And there's a big community, you said about 3,000 people almost, in Hong Kong? Almost, I think now there are almost okay. 3,000 people. Yeah. Of course, we have, uh, in Asia, we have this thing of dividing by families, okay. clubs. Mm. Uh, actually, this thing has been started from Japan. Okay. Okay, because the, the, the most ancient uh, Asian country to have tango is Japan. Already 100 years or so, right? They started. No, in the, Japan has it. Uh, in the 50s, oh, 50s, 50s going to 60, well, end of 50, in 60s, yeah, in the 60s, Japan will yeah. have already the idea of the maestro going there and teach. Mm. Okay, in the 60s, there was yeah. already that in Japan. Hey, obviously, you have a very old community in Japan, but this applied to the Japanese society. They, they have this sort of, a, like, you know, in Hong Kong, we have the walled village. Yeah, yeah they, have, they have this walled village. Uh, um, tango society, tango okay. community where you go there, they don't know you and yeah. maybe they don't invite you and, uh, you know, there's this thing a bit going on. So one, for example, okay. my mission in Hong Kong is not to create that sort of feeling. Okay. Uh, for me, tango is open. Accessible, yeah. Accessible. Tango is anybody dance with anybody anywhere. Milongas in Buenos Aires are not necessary a closed place. Okay. There are milongas where you go and maybe it's in the afternoon and there is the grandmother bring the kids by the empanada and the kids will watch the people dancing. Yeah. You know, the so empanada is a sort of yeah. a, like a snack, something yeah. like that. So, what um, countries are big in Asia and Japan and uh, Japan, China is Vietnam, a, yeah. Japan, uh, China is uh, coming up quite strong. It's, it's a reason, it's a reason. But uh, they have quite a huge community, so many cities, but you have to imagine like this uh, sort of walled 
village mm. and some some of them collaborate with another and in their very yeah. yeah you know this kind of uh, okay. behavior and you mentioned vietnam and korea those are pretty vietnam is also coming up okay. vietnam is uh, vietnam is actually very good for when there are events like because one of the events i like very much to frequent to bring the student are marathons now what is a marathon not what you are thinking but <laughs> a marathon is just like a weekend or extended weekend where you we have uh, in a day two milongas mm. now you can decide to attend partially attend or completely attend the two milonga one after another you are not forced to dance but it's available for you from let's say starting from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m., 7 p.m. there is one and then 8 9 p.m. all the way until 5 in the morning there ah, is another one. Intense. Yeah, because in Buenos Aires actually we finish at day rise. Yeah, day rise. Yeah, yeah, you ah. go out and buy your connecto for <laughs> <laughs> it will work like this the, the real milonga. Yeah. In Hong Kong we the most that we push further in my memory was 3 a.m. The Pretty most good. further, but the average is 145. Okay. Finish it. Of course, in the weekend, right? Because everyone has to work and, uh, you know, uh, there uh, are a lot of, we have a lot of this thing because tango is a night activity. Then if I don't sleep enough, then I cannot wake up. And then I need to explain to people, okay, it doesn't really, <laughs> I was it's not true. <laughs> yeah, it's not really true like this because so many tango people have a day job. So yeah. if you ask me how another country tango student would do it, it's like you go home. You eat, you sleep, you go out, you dance, you sleep. So you have two sleeping within 24 uh, hours. You have two sets of sleep, not one set of sleep. Pre-sleep and post-sleep around. Yeah, yeah because okay. you know the, the Latin country, they have this sort of the siesta. siesta. And this stuff, But yeah. the tango people's siesta will be later. Okay. They the will tango work. Siesta. Yeah, they will work. That sounds pretty good. It's like, it's like huh. you will find them maybe sleeping at 7 p.m., 6 p.m., 7 p.m. They are sleeping. Okay. Because three then, hours, four, five. Yeah, hours. a little bit, just okay. a little bit. They allow you to recharge to get to ready go to longer, hit yeah. the pista. Okay. So as we are almost up on time, time flies tonight. Um, we are in our segment of advice. So if somebody um, wants to start dance tango, what apart from going on antimo-russo.com and looking up your classes, what's uh, what what advice would you give somebody who wants to learn dance tango? In my experience. The, the successful people want to learn tango, they are all of them driven by music. Okay. So uh, I see people starting as beginner and becoming teachers or becoming great dancers or become very successful dancers, even not professionally, but under a social aspect. But I can tell that all of them in a way or another are driven by listening the music. Mm. So if you find uh, the music appealing, there is a very high chance that you could be a Pick good social dancer. I don't want to say professional dancer, but a good social dancer. Yes, okay. the music is the focus component. Okay. Uh, one uh, On that note, so is there currently a tango orchestra in Hong Kong or in Asia anywhere, or they, they don't exist anymore? How does it... Um, we didn't talk okay. about that. Uh, Korea has an orchestra. Okay. Russia has an orchestra. Not sure about China. I think okay. they attempt. Hong Kong, there have been several attempts, but the difficulty of playing tango, because I a bit play piano, not at the, at the tango player level, but the difficulty of playing tango and Hong Kong players is this, that basically if you play tango, 
you have to gather with your orchestra together on a regular basis and only play tango. Mm. You cannot play today jazz and tomorrow tango. The people they say, yes, I do it, is not playing a good tango. I mean, talking about a tango danceable, a tango they respect, the tango tradition, not mm. play so it's any music shit. So basically almost. Okay, uh, it's people that want to, it could be people that want to dedicate their time to tango and people that want to write their arreglo. Mm. What I said before, remember? Yeah. The arrangement. You cannot buy a tango shit, the music shit, yeah. and go open it and play it. Mm. It will not be a tango, it won't be a danceable, it will be a disaster. <laughs> If you go to all the orchestra, even the contemporary orchestra, you open day music paper is handwritten. Wow. Because that set of people arrange their thing in a very specific way among them and they test it. It works like it's almost like playing jazz. Yeah. Okay. So you need to create a continuous energy and cooperation mm. working. And normally there is this cooperation. What I have seen in the past is the people cooperate, play once, play twice, then they are gone. Mm. So imagine you want to play a hundred different arrangements. arrangements yeah. and you need to practice and you need to keep playing that hundred arrangements, right? So it, that's wow. the difficulty. You cannot jump in and out of tango yeah. playing mm. music. It's, com it's, okay. it's complex. Maybe yeah. that's a topic for another podcast. So we'll be on that one on uh, tango music and orchestras. But uh, okay, second piece of advice. Um, you also give dance performances. So you yes. def uh, for hire, I guess. So if somebody has an what kind of event, or what context is good if you give somebody a... That wants to bring a performer. I mean, is it a birthday or is it a, a brand launch or what? When does it make sense to have yeah, a? I, I did a bit of everything actually. I did okay. a public performance. But what's of, more fun to you? I mean, where does it make sense or what do you think is the right context for a tango performance? Uh, okay, as I as I as I said before, if you think that somehow um, tango music will be a bit of playing tango music will be appropriate for your event, independently from what kind of event you have, mm. then you can bring in a perform because you think that that tune is, have a, some sort of mm. energy with your event. Okay. So it's about the music. A it's lot about of the music. About music it, everything yeah. is about okay. the music, yes. So, and uh, if, if somebody's sort of a, a dancer already, what? how do you improve your skills? So let's say 10 years later, I'm an accomplished tango dancer, but how do I hone my skills? Do I go to Milonga? Do I go to Argentina, find another maestro there? Or how do you keep evolving your skills if you're an intermediate, let's say, dancer? Okay, the question is, you are a general dancer, and uh, you want to dance tango, or you, you are a tango dancer and you uh, want to improve your tango. What, what's the question? Uh, I guess let's say... Um, it's two different things. Let's say you're an intermediate tango dancer. Okay, you are an intermediate tango dancer. Other than going to Antimo's... Uh, okay, my uh, the idea I push forward to people that already uh, learn tango, because especially in Asia, I hear a lot, I go to the master because I like the style. Mm. Now, you cannot dance your master style. Mm. 
That's his style. your master style is a synonymous of coping. Or not having a style. So now because right. we are we are mm-hmm. here, no, we are this part of the world. So you know yeah. what happened? I danced the master style. And then I would say, yeah, you're a Chinese copy of the master. <laughs> That's the idea. What you have to do, you need to go to get that person concept, the master concept, see if you like the concept behind that style mm. and how it applies to your body. And I mean, I, my body, further, right? I won't yeah. go to learn from guy very... Uh, oh, okay. You know what I mean? So uh, if, if you're if a big guy, is, you learn uh, from a big guy. You, someone that uh, has something related to your body, I won't ah. suggest to... Uh, yeah someone dancing with a taller partner very tall partner have a whole set of things for the ladies taller than him you go there and your lady is like two feet below you it will be different style but it's possible right I mean it's not impossible everything is possible in tango but if if you say you already dancer you want to improve you can see the style then you go with a test lesson you go with a test lesson and see if the concept behind that style applies to you. Okay. That's my advice. So test, see. It's not because you like the style, you learn the style. And you look good in the style. Okay. No, it That's doesn't work it. like this is normally uh, is a big, no fight, but a big concept <laughs> to bring forward. Yeah, I have a lot, a lot, a lot, especially from mm. my student in, in China. They have so a, you can wear, I go to that guy because I learned their style. Right. So in their head, they have to look exactly like that him. Okay. But there is one guy with their mm. body, you know, you need to learn the concept, not and then interpret copy it. the, yeah. exactly. Mm. You have to be you dancing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're up on time. So very last question. What's going to happen to Tango over the next 10 years, you think, here in Asia? Oh, wow. Let me tell you this. Oh, uh, Milena, my teacher, had uh, an interview recently, podcast, and then she got you know, the same question okay. about the COVID and what happened to Tango. And then she said something very nice. She said, it seems they all the COVID drew, you know, to stay behind the, our anti-tango rule. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit, uh, we have been, probably we have been the the most struggling category in dancing, but the less, in, the less infected, mm. especially here. We have been, because the people uh, very aware of the fact that we are so close, we have been away when we could have event, uh, a visit very very respectful of the rules and up to today we have zero cases into the tango community we are very very proud of say mm. this across all the little families of dancers that we have in hong kong mm. uh despite the recent dancing community scandal which we have been also involved in post to do the the compulsory test, there, yeah. he was there Auntie as well. Was there, yeah. I can proudly say that we had all of us very, very, uh, we had zero cases because we were very careful about all the rules and regulation that we mm. have. So for sure we can say COVID brought tango to a conclusion of an era. Oh, really? Not the end of tango. What we know as like have a conclusion with this and something will come up. I see so many of my colleagues giving online workshop, mm. 
right? Ooh, that's tough though. If I tell before the COVID about, can I give you online? But people will laugh at me because they say, well, we have to. And then personally, I don't give online workshop because my idea is, okay, you are there and you can't make it. Think about it from far away. Yeah. <laughs> it's not functional yeah, for me. I, I, I don't really, I don't really see functional. I rather, uh, post documentaries have uh, like a question and go on podcast exactly have a very nice podcast with my friend Dan <laughs> so uh, for me it's like uh, probably the new era coming will be this a sort of uh, tango implemented by this online instruction the online mm. instruction will not substitute what is a real going to me longer, real lesson, a real workshop, a real mm. no, it, this, this won't change. Uh, but there will be more of uh, probably online podcast, online uh, sharing ideas, mm. more of online transmitting the music of tango. So this is, this, there will be this implementation in this new era of tango also because uh, each era of tango is 10, 20 years at maximum and we're at the end 90s, of... exactly. You yeah. Can, yeah, 90s is like 2020 or 20 years. So it won't, for sure, tango will live very long still, but there is new things coming, not very much into the styling of dancing, but into the tango community. There will be new technologies, new, okay. yeah. All right, that sounds like an exciting future. Guys, we're up on time. Antimo, it was a pleasure. Our Thank first you, Sifu here on the show. Always good to learn from the uh, the most accomplished uh, in their respective uh, art. And um, that's the end of uh, the second part of um, today's podcast, Made in Asia. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Made in Asia, the podcast, or our website, made-in.asia.com. So... Um, Thanks, Antimo. Thanks, and, Dan. Uh, Thanks, we'll guys. We'll see you back, um, I guess, uh, on a milonga. Yes, I All hope right. to see a lot of you coming and asking about tango. Yeah, and I hope I won't be crashing into any people by then. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll what, learn my traffic rules. How about that? <laughs> and learn how to drive. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dan. All right. Thank you. This is the end of the second part of our seventh episode with Anti Moruso, our Argentine tango master. You can find his website at www.antimo-russo.com. And you can, of course, find the Made in Asia podcast at made-in.asia on the website or follow us on Instagram, Made in Asia, the podcast, or check us out on our YouTube channel, Made in Asia. Please follow, subscribe and like and stay up to date with new episodes coming online uh, on our Instagram. Thanks for listening and I hope you'll be back soon.